This is KMKR 99.9 FM, Tucson, Arizona. Is this on? Is anybody listening? Is anybody there? Is there something stuck between my teeth that I think to comb my hair? How come there's crickets in this place outside's where they belong? Can't believe this silence like the dark before the dawn. What I'd give for any sign of life, Phil, I'd settle for a yawn. Really makes me wonder. Is this on? Oh, indeed it is on, Dave, and welcome. Great to see you. And a happy Wednesday evening to all our listeners here in Tucson to Is This On? Please, when you get a chance, take a look at our Facebook page for Is This On? And we'll let you know that a podcast comes out usually in a day or two after our live show, and you can find it on Spotify or Apple wherever you like to get your podcast. So we appreciate all our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Around the world, Phil. Around the world. Uh, everywhere. Uh, right. We we noticed that on uh, the various podcast uh, information pages. It tells you where people are listening. We've had listeners in Israel. We've had listeners in uh, Africa. Uh, we had a listener in Ukraine, Phil. Although, as of last week, he's like 30 miles outside of Ukraine. <laughs> that was in one blast, right? <laughs> yeah. That was when he went out to get his milk. Yeah. Looks but, rough over there, Dave. No, yeah, not a not a place for a vacation, not this year. Yes. Maybe next year. And you know, uh, ITO is this on? Uh, we do definitely uh, keep an eye on current events and uh, certainly politics. Well, we've Phil, got a very interesting show tonight. One Dave. thing before we leave Ukraine, I just want to say yeah. it's like like you. We grew up about the same time. We're about the same age, yeah. and we grew up during the Cold War. That's right. Which. If people don't know this, if they're too young, the Cold War was like, we weren't actually having a war with Russia, but we were both we were just terrified of Russia. Russia was the threat. Right. Russia. And I grew up in Chicago, Dave, where it was also cold. <laughs> it's an actual <laughs> literal so Cold War. I thought that's what they meant. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's going to get colder here. than this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, but Phil, you know, it's like at that time, it was like we were Russia crazy. You know, the yeah. bad guys in every movie were Russian. Russia, Russia, Russia. Every, everybody, comics, the punchline was always Russia, or they're spies, right. or they did, you know, I mean, we, we were hiding under desks. And remember, Dave, how funny it was with the emergence of the comic, Yakov Smirnov. Yakov Smirnov. Who did a lot of material that Based way, right? That, yeah. The great... Uh, you know, in, in America, you go to party, and <laughs> Russia party comes to Russia you. Russia TV watches you. Um, and so, you know, but we grew up this way. We were we literally were hiding under desks. People yeah, forget that. Yeah, we actually drills, did that. The, the Russians drill, were yeah. so awful, they would bomb grade schools, is what we were mm-hmm. taught, you know. And, and Phil, you know what, 60, 70 years later, we yeah. find out that these this country where we're terrified of, they can't beat Ukraine. <laughs> Ukraine's, well, Ukraine's like the size of Green Valley, Phil. <laughs> They got their asses kicked in Ukraine. That is uh, that is true, Dave. It does appear that way, though, of course, well, it carries with it the insanity of somebody who's caged and cornered like yeah, Putin. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to make light of how horrible with his it is. Finger but, uh, on yeah. nuclear weapons. And it says so much for uh, yeah. Zelensky and the people of Ukraine because right. they're, they're, they're the Washington generals in this one. and. You never, nobody really thought Zelensky would still be alive now. Yeah. You know, it was like his his days are numbered way back when. It is uh, an absolute, uh, you know, treatise to courage and uh, leadership. 
Yeah. And to think this is the same guy that Trump was trying <laughs> to shake down yeah. for, for Hunter Biden information. <clears throat> yeah, during that whole thing, I always pictured Zelensky as because I knew he was a comedian, he was an yeah, actor. That's right. And I thought he so, went so far over his head that he's probably just was like, who is this guy? What is Trump offering? What's going on? Now, knowing more about him, it's like, no, he, he's a very, very smart guy who saw what was going on and, yeah, and didn't fall through. Right. So, anyway. Well, as you know, Dave, uh, and our listeners know, we keep our finger on the pulse of current events. Or near And it. one of our contributors. Or near, near the pulse. Near the pulse. Yeah. You know, uh, politically correct, but near <laughs> the pulse. And... Um, one of our uh, regular contributors uh, is the great uh, political strategist Ga James Carville, Dave. The Raging and, uh, Cajun. The Raging Cajun will be James joining Carville. us later. Now you're and not going to tell me. Put we, this question right you're not going to tell him. me we got him tonight on the show. Or tonight? What? Are you kidding me? On the show. Oh, uh, he is uh, going to be with us. I should have worn my LSU uh, ball cap then. Oh, I, no doubt he yeah. will be. Mm -hmm. And so we should put this question of Ukraine to him for sure, and then. Uh, I thought the reason we, we tried to schedule him was the midterms coming up. Right. We thought we'd get uh, see, see the if view we can, of... Uh, see if we could squeeze an opinion out of him? I think we should be able okay. to, Dave, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Uh, the Raging Cajun, and, uh, you know, of course, uh, to fame as uh, Bill Clinton's political campaign manager, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Uh, those who know the line, it's the economy, stupid was uh, the line of James him. Carville. He's, he's in Bartlett's. That was that. the, big, uh, the yeah. big sign hanging in the headquarters. Yeah. And uh, so much. He's such a great guy and a lot of fun. So we look forward to talking to him. And uh, Dave, I don't know if you, you knew this or not, but the big news today uh, regarding Alex Jones. I caught up on that for sure, yeah. yeah. And a, uh, we, we... We discussed this earlier, but what yeah. a horrible human being. He is a horrible he's human a being. Horrible. And that's probably why he took our call earlier, Dave. Uh, uh, it's too bad the judge couldn't just rule, just like, you, you know, money aside, you're just a horrible person. Yeah. This is just really not. Well, he asked for a little time, mm -hmm. and I thought, well, you know, we try to oh, offer, yeah. it's newsworthy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we offer time to both sides. Sure, yeah. And uh, he may join us if he can. It's a very hectic day for him, as you can imagine. Yeah, I see. Who well, has, you don't have a billion on you, do you? No, no, I... So he's got to scrape that up that, really yeah. quick. Mm -hmm. So he wants, anyway, ask for some time. Uh, we'll ask him a few questions. We'll see what he wants. And, uh, and of course, as, as uh, those who listen to us here on KMKR know, I have asked him to watch his language okay. <laughs> in advance. <coughs> We're, we're supposed to have Herschel Walker tonight, actually, Phil. Herschel Walker was going to come, but he realized Herschel, he had to yeah. go by the maternity hospital to get here. So right. He, 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 that's went, been, way, and, and uh, Wednesday nights is the night he writes his checks, Dave, his, <laughs> his maternity he, checks. He doesn't know who they're to or why. No. No, but no. he writes them. Uh, but yeah. Wednesday, he's very busy on Wednesdays, Dave. <laughs> and, uh, but we will be able to ask James Carville what he thinks of the... He uh, might have an opinion. ...the yeah. uh, race in, yeah. uh, uh, Pen not Pennsylvania, but uh, Georgia. Georgia, yeah. Georgia, of course. Uh, we got other things going, Dave. Uh, we're unfortunately Sylvia Remington not able to join us live tonight, but on our podcast we're going to be able to have uh, Sylvia's open mic report. Okay. And uh, so I the, wanted to. There, uh, so if you're listening live, you can get the podcast. It'll be a special feature. Sylvia's open mic report. Yeah, and it's just a small technical reason why we we are unable to play it at the moment, uh, not to bore anyone. But we're going to overcome as that. As far as I understand it, with my vast technical knowledge, we don't have the thingy that goes in the 
hole over there? Is that it? Am I, I right? I think that was health class in high school, Dave. I learned that. Mr. Fife. This is Sylvia Remington, your open mic correspondent. These are all the different mics that are happening in Tucson, Arizona. And for further details, go to Tucson Comedy Fans on Facebook and find out more. So Sunday night, there is an open mic, a comedy open mic at Artabella. Monday, there is an open mic at On the Rocks. Tuesday, there are two open mics, one at House of Bards and another one at Bumsteads. Wednesday, there is an open mic at the Screening Room. Thursday, there are two open mics uh, every other week. Every week, though, there is an open mic at Laughs Comedy Cafe. And then every other week on Thursday, there is a open mic at the Tucson Improv Movement. So... Uh, some Thursdays you can actually hit two. Then Friday there is the Kava Bar open mic every week. And then the second Friday of every month there is a open mic at the Spark Project and also an open mic at Unscrewed Theater. So there are a lot of options. And then Saturday there is an open mic at the Music Box. So you have lots of options. If you need further details of the time to sign up or the time it's happening, go to Tucson Comedy Fans and they post all the information information there. So have a great day, everybody. Grateful to say hello. Okay, bye. My name is Linda Ray, and you are listening to Is This On on K-Maker Radio. K-M-K-R. You've taught us that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Anyway, I, I wanted to take a mention, a uh, moment to mention an upcoming uh, comedy fest. We okay. talk about festivals all the time. and We're very you know, festive it's, here. Um, mm -hmm. I've, over my comedy career, entered festivals regularly. I would say my greatest heights uh, reached as a comedian was being selected into the World Series of Comedy uh, one year. Uh -huh, yeah. I did not advance, but I did perform as one of the mm -hmm. top 101 comics as they build that festival. So that was a real thrill. Yeah. And learned a lot and got to meet a lot of bookers. I mean, it's really a comedy convention, that World Series I'm of Comedy. going on there, yeah, mm -hmm. schmoozing. It was uh, really a lot of fun, really a lot of fun. And you do meet so many other comics and all, so I uh, had a great time. Joe Lowers and his group, if you remember, we had uh, an interview with Joe Lowers yeah, yeah, about uh -huh. the World Series. Mm -hmm. yep. Hope to get Joe on again next year. So here's a festival I thought might be interesting because... Phil, I, I, it's still a little soft spot for me. Don't say World Series. It's <laughs> painful right now. Okay. <laughs> for all of us, Dave, for all of us. Mm -hmm. uh, the submissions are open now to Alaska's largest comedy festival <laughs> and uh, the festival provides world-class sightseeing multiple sets and housing for featured performers mm -hmm. the event uh, they're asking have you ever seen a glacier and you may want to so submissions are open now Dave uh, check it out on Facebook uh, I've, or I've, I've, been, it. I've been to comedy shows where I felt I was watching a glacier. <laughs> We've all had that audience. Thing. Anyway, uh, submissions are open. The Alaska uh, Comedy Fest, and it's actually called the Alaska Body B A U D I E Comedy Fest. Oh, okay. So maybe a little dirty. You think they're Bowdy? Is it B O U yeah. D I E? No, B A U. B A U. I think they mean a little ribald. Really? Oh. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Revolve, I like yeah. that. Like, that's coming up in our Shakespeare <laughs> hour, Dave. 
Uh, and uh, by the way, write it down. The festival itself is April 5th through 11th. Uh, and uh, that is the Alaska Body Comedy okay. Fest. It's about, you know, a lot of people come vacation in Arizona from Alaska. Oh, is that right? And all yeah. of the Northwest, especially when we had uh, minor league baseball in Tucson, you'd see people oh, yeah, in sure. Tucson. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. now I suppose Phoenix uh, is the location. Yeah, yeah. But it's a great way to get away in the... Uh, I just met a new uh, person at work who's from Alaska. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. So uh, catch our podcast version of the show for uh, Sylvia's uh, open mic report. But we can uh, say, Dave, we wanted to talk about a couple of other shows. Well, I wanted uh, to mention yeah. about uh, uh, Died Laughing, yeah. which we have just heard has been canceled. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, there must have been a date for it. I don't know what the date was, but it's always right mm -hmm. around Halloween, right? We just talked about it, I think, when we had Charles Ludwig in as yeah. a guest. Did I don't know if we knew date? a date then. Yeah. But it's always around Halloween, because right. yeah. that's part of the Died, died Laughing, laughing yeah, you know, return. Gravestones and the whole set, yeah. Uh, um, and, and the comics are so good, you, you would think they've returned back to life. <laughs> well, <clears throat> the thing is, uh, so it's been canceled, and I, I threw my, you know, inside sources, Phil. Which uh, are many. I haven't found uh, much, but apparently they're just they're just saying uh, the crew and comics had some time conflicts, they couldn't make it work, which seemed... Vague to me. I mean, I'm not saying well, anything nefarious know, is going uh, on. I'm just saying it's just like we really couldn't pull that together. I mean, yeah, and perhaps uh, as as all of our listeners, I'm sure, uh, know uh, Roxy Moreri, who hosts not, not doesn't host the show, but is the show runner for yeah. the show and is mm -hmm. always a part of the show yeah. uh, herself. Uh, so devoted to that show, and of course, she hosts. Is this on on the first? Part of the family. Monday, yeah. uh, uh, rather the third day. I'm sorry, the right. third month, uh, Wednesday right. of the month. That'll so perhaps, next week. Mm -hmm. perhaps Roxy will have more to say about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, and at any rate, I sure hope it it will come back in some form because you and I have always raved about it. In fact, I think we've attended it together a couple of times. I think so too. I have a question to pose you, Phil. Please. Now, we've got a pretty strong feminist. Uh, contingent in the comedy community here. Most of the comics, women comics, are pretty hardcore feminists. You know, really pushing for women getting more representation and acknowledgement of what they've done and all that. And rightfully so. And this show, Died Laughing, it's produced by women. Yes. And yet every year it's like Roxy's doing uh, Mitch Hedberg or Roxy's doing Roxy's Gilbert Godfrey. Hedberg, yeah. Amber's doing Carlin. Moe's doing Chris Farley. Why aren't they doing women? Mm. Why aren't there more women being represented in a show that's you know a great show plate uh, showcase for well women it, comics? It, it, it's an interesting question. Uh, I would say perhaps they were inspired uh, by the Saturday Night Live uh, delving into having women playing men. Right. Uh, the last few years with the political, I think the very funny one where uh, uh, you know, she wrote around in the podium. Melissa McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy. And, and Kate McKinnon, Kate McKinnon did Kate a lot. McKinnon but I mean, there are a lot of great women. Did uh, Rudy Giuliani. Comics over the years. I mean, they've done Phyllis Diller. I've seen. I think they did Lucille Ball. Mm -hmm. But you know, comics like uh, Lily Tomlin. I think somebody did. Lily Tomlin. Uh, 
um, Gilda Radner as uh, Roseanne Rosanna Dana. That's know. right. But well, like, so, you know, so, so, there's been some great Anne Mira, Toadie Fields. Um, mm -hmm. You know, there have been great women. And if you're if you're including like uh, television stars like Lucy or something like that, you know, geez, you Carol know. Burnett. Yeah, Carol Burnett, and you had Betty White. You know, I mean, and of course you could do. Of course, the uh, point is uh, that they're no longer living. Right. Uh, so a lot of the contemporary women. Yeah. I suppose so there like, is less like, of a like field B. Arthur, from. You know, somebody like B. Arthur. But like she wasn't stuff. really stand-up. No, but I'm just saying there have been, you know, they've, they've done Lucy. They performed as Lucy. Yeah. Uh, Lucille Ball there before. Lucille so. Ball, I, I think you could qualify as having done some stand-up. Uh, many variety show type yeah, things. Yeah. It, it, you know, uh, well, Dave, if we get the chance, we should pose that question. Okay. We've had, uh, you know, we... You know, we've never had, here's a comic we have not had on, is the sign that we must get on, and that is Mo Urban, who's right. a friend of both of ours. Right. And we've worked together on various shows. Let it, let's, when Mo visits us, and we throw <laughs> this out there right now, Mo, if you're listening, uh, if you're listening, you'll never get through this, through this maze of traffic to get here in time. But maybe by next Wednesday, or two Wednesdays yeah. from now, you could. Let's definitely invite Mo, and we will ask Mo, or we will ask Roxy to address it. After all, Roxy is yeah. the. I mean, I'm not like criticizing it. I just, I, I'm not, I'm not like being political. I'm just saying it seems odd to me that with the opportunity to showcase women comics through the years, they're choosing to do men, and what a great opportunity it would be. Yeah, so, I, there, there's I a, get there's your a, point. There's a woman named uh, Jean Carroll who is considered like the first woman stand-up comic. Okay, you never hear about her. You mm -hmm. never hear about her, and she was very important. You know, so anyway. I, I, I'm, I'm not even aware of the name, Dave. What uh, kind of comedy go. did she do? She was, she was, a, <coughs> she was an actress, but she did stand up too. She did. There are clips of her on. I, she may have done Sullivan. She was. Really well, in uh, Sylvia's honor, Dave, uh, she asked that we promote a show being performed as a benefit by uh, friends of all of ours, mm -hmm. and that is uh, the benefit comedy show for Zavi. And I think that's uh, for a young uh, person who passed away. It's a comedy show on silent auction. They do have the note on the poster, parental advisory <laughs> uh, for the uh, adult comedy. And uh, apparently there's a discount available. I don't know if that discount is still available, but they were offering a discount to uh, uh, military and first responders. Tickets are listed at uh, $20 at the door. I believe the discounted ones are 13 Try to contact them maybe online. The show is going to be at the Screening Room, Dave, on Sunday, October 16th at uh, 6.30. That's this weekend. Yes. Mm -hmm. And apparently it says here that there are some segments uh, that will be recorded uh, of the show. It features, Dave, some very good friends of ours, Stephanie Leonga Farrington, mm -hmm. who was a guest here not too many weeks ago, mm -hmm. uh, Monte Benjamin, mm -hmm. who uh, has been a guest on ITO of Roxy's, so we oh, have okay. to call him a friend mm -hmm. of ITO, right. he's, he's a great friend, mm -hmm. and Tony Brown, who's right. another person we've got to have here on uh, right. ITO. It also well, we invited him, but he kept getting lost. <laughs> and with no reason, it had nothing to do with the traffic. No, 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 no. Here, Dave. <laughs> but, but the traffic is getting better. It's not yeah. so bad now. We've kinda, right. Yeah. I believe uh, Tony is now at the bottom of the quarry, Dave, <laughs> uh, outside there. 
And uh, Trey Farrington is also going to perform on that show, so that's probably indicates some music. And uh, that's what you want to call it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a host again, another friend of ours, Dave, Coy Johnson. Coy, okay. And uh, who am I leaving off here? Somebody else here who I don't uh, know. Do you know Chris Puzzle Molina? No. Okay. So uh, try to help out if you can uh, for the show. I don't think the show has a, an actual name. It's just the benefit for Zavi. Or Zavi, excuse me if I'm wrong there. Sunday, October well, it's, it's 16th. It's Stephanie's show. The title might be something you can't say anyway. That's right. That's right. I'm certainly not on KMKR. Uh, Sunday, this Sunday, October 16th, 6.30 p.m. Okay. Uh, that should be great. And, you know, this is a very generous community, Dave, when it comes to comedy benefit shows. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I'm sure the great. Uh, uh, we should be on the lookout for the great uh, Christmas show every year from Fitz and Friends. And that also is a benefit. And uh, the uh, annual uh, parade. We'll have to cover we'll, that. We'll show. have to cover the parade. And... Uh, <laughs> Always hey, oh, by the way, a few uh, shekels uh, there for the kids, Dave. <laughs> um, yes, congrats to um, our friend Kenny Shade, who just got engaged. And oh. I, I cannot remember his fiance's name. I knew it till I thought about it. But I've uh, met her, a very lovely woman. She's very nice, and they seem very happy. And uh, they, he popped the question, I guess, old fashioned way. And uh, that's it. Well, that is delightful. Congratulations. Uh, I, I can only imagine uh, a tremendous party at uh, Catalina Craft. I would Pizza. hope so, yeah. yeah. Before long, there'll be a little, little shade running around. Now, that's interesting. And, of course, I've met them and met them as a couple when I've been up there for shows. And yeah. I just kind of assumed they were married. So this, yeah, uh, yeah. that was the news to me. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, I'm not implying uh, in any way. Uh, by the way, I'm not you know, laying a Herschel Walker on, uh, on Kenny. You know, I, I'm sure they, they were both in agreement. And, you know, we don't know what, what checks, you know, Kenny had written. Or no, we don't know that. No, no. We we'll have to look into that. Yeah. Or we looking into things, yeah. But, uh, but, but uh, my point being, uh, like Herschel Walker, Dave, uh, Kenny a player. <laughs> Well, then you want to make that announcement on the day he gets engaged, Phil. <laughs> oh, by the way, <laughs> you're so lucky to have found Kenny. He's a player. Yeah, yeah. And also, Dave, I wanted to uh, mention one other uh, note. And, you know, we like to collect these things. I say I have a little, you know, in the old days when we weren't doing everything electronically, had an actual inbox. You know, and I'd see an article that would oh, be sure. of interest to me, and I'd say, oh, Something I want to show Dave, or this would be great on ITO. You throw it in there. Well, I've got the digital version of the inbox, Dave. And I came across this, and I thought, here's something our listeners would love to know about. <clears throat> and it is a brand new uh, podcast series on Audible called Funny My Way. And it is hosted by the very, very funny J.B. Smooth oh, yeah. of Curb yeah, Your yeah. Enthusiasm yeah. Uh, fame. Lot, lots of films these days, mm -hmm. too. He's showing up in everything. Yep. And he is particularly uh, calling it the Fearless Heroes of Comedy. And it is a look at six classic black comedians. Mm. So listen to this list. Does it include uh, Timmy Brown? Uh, oh, yeah. It, I don't <laughs> believe it does. I'm going to read them. And I'm not you. watching it. Uh, okay, I'm sorry you feel that way, Dave, because it has Moms Mabley. Oh, great, great. Dick Gregory. Mm -hmm. Rudy Ray Moore. Okay. 
uh, who's uh, of course Red Fox, right? Mm -hmm. Flip Wilson and Paul Mooney, very nice, who Great. just passed away. Paul yeah, Mooney yeah. not that long ago, uh -huh. as well as uh, uh, Rudy Ray Moore, I believe, is also gone. But they right. there was that film that they put right. out about him, right. uh, yeah, Eddie Murphy. Right, that was a good movie. Yeah, so absolutely. this sounds hilarious. I have always been partial to Red Fox. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I must say, Dave, uh, I could possibly have been underage at the time. <laughs> but in a very early trip to Las Vegas with my dear late brother, we uh, went to Las Vegas. And my brother was a bit of a roller, a bit of a player, so no doubt greased the palm to get somebody under 18 into this show and any, and it was the at the time there was a hotel in vegas i don't know what it is today on that property but it was called the thunderbird i remember the thunderbird yeah thunderbird uh -huh. and it was particularly known as a hotel that catered to a black clientele mm -hmm. yeah and Red Fox, often the headliner there. And my brother got us tickets to, to see Red Fox. Oh, and it was the 2.30 a.m. show oh, <laughs> at the Thunderbird <laughs> with Red Fox. I am unable, Dave, on air <laughs> to, to tell you his opening line, but I will later. Or any later. of his lines, probably. There, not too many of them. Too I would think Red was pretty lucid about 2.30. came out with two drinks and four cigarettes going. <laughs> And absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I always loved him. I always loved Sanford and Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his albums. You know, we talk a lot about New Heart and yeah. early comedy albums, you know, Cosby, <laughs> we mentioned. Uh, but, you know, Red Fox had the party albums right. yeah, back yeah. then. That was, yeah, yeah. And, of course, my brother was the type of person who had the entire collection, of course. Mm -hmm. And I, so I, I was listening to those Red Fox party albums way back <laughs> and uh, was always amazed and thrilled. You know, they were so risque for the time. Well, those would be the type of thing that, you know, you, you, your dad would have, like, on it. Not your dad, but, yeah. you know, your father would have stuck in a shelf well, somewhere. My dad might have, yeah. You know, and, and, and when the fellas were over or a, a barbecue broke up, yeah. they hey, guys, listen to this, And then you go yeah. back and listen to it. Or them. after breaking the fast on Passover. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, like you were saying, talking about, like, Newhart, you know, I mean, he he exploded onto the scene because of his album. He wasn't yeah. a performer. He hadn't really performed That's at right. all. And then, of course, uh, we all memorized the Carlin albums and we brought the prior albums. And, you know, that was really the way yeah. that a lot of comedy got disseminated was I, that and, way. And, you know, I, I don't have the dates in front of me or anything, but I'm going to think that Red Fox may have preceded all of them. Oh, I would think albums. so. I would think probably you know? probably early 50s, maybe, yeah. and right after the maybe war. Maybe so. Yeah. Well, let's look into but that then, a little but bit. Then and you know what, Dave? I am going to commit myself right now <laughs> to see if I can find anything on a Red Fox album that's Arab. <laughs> you can hear. I think we'll probably find something. He did a few bits about the Army, that kind of stuff. I, but, uh, here, I got one for you. May I, re may I recreate? Ladies and gentlemen, Red Fox is with Since us. there's not going to be yeah. the... Mm -hmm. Deadly show this year. <laughs> Deadly show. Sometimes uh, it was. Back, back in World War II, I backed up so far, I ran into a general. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. So he's got some stuff. That you did, Kelly. Uh, <laughs> but, um... What, Dave, can I... We have our own fourth year anniversary coming up. Third year. Third year anniversary. But we're going to be starting our fourth year. Starting our fourth year. So we've year. probably done 
60 shows, maybe yeah. something like that? So. I was going to say, perhaps for at least a segment <laughs> of the show, we do it in dueling red foxes. <laughs> oh, can't go for that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, think, I think that's time for that. Our audience calls but, for it. But what I was going to uh, say about this was that there was, and, and this was like before the world became where ev everybody knows everything about everybody and yeah. everything is accessible, is that there were party records, mm -hmm. and you... You people may never have heard of who did these records. Sometimes they might be anonymous, yeah. but they were in that. They were party records, like those Red Fox records that yeah. somebody would have them, and they would pick them out. And they were very dirty. Absolutely, I believe and Mom's Mabley was another who she had would records. Be one, yeah. yeah, and when I, uh, a friend of mine, when I when I moved away from Ohio, he said to me, uh, he goes, "Hey, you got to hear this guy." And this was a comic. His name is Gene Tracy. Phil. Hmm. Don't know the name. No, he, he was like a regional comic, mm -hmm. and he apparently uh, got his known because he would record his concerts and put them on eight track, and they would sell them in truck stops. And every trucker had Gene Tracy tapes, and every trucker knew every Gene Tracy joke. And they're basically just dirty jokes, but he would do them in a very southern, very folksy way. And um, and I think there were probably dozens of comics who were unknown, but they had that. Cult, probably a yeah. lot of truck drivers too. Yeah, yeah. and uh, as we said earlier on our podcast version, we'll have Sylvia's uh, open mic report. But let's just mention uh, the uh, Ernie Slaya open mic mm, uh, yes. that's going to be on Friday. That's Friday, and that's over at the Spark Collective Spark. Dave gonna, on uh, I'll be attending East that. Broadway. I'm going to come out for that one. I'm going to try. Oh, you've got to come best. from somewhere else, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm coming from uh, sadly a uh, memorial service, but if there's time. And I'll, I'll be in that memorial service sort of mood. Working on your material while you're sitting there. And, uh, That's right. <laughs> so don't miss that, Dave. I think sign up for that is about six. Uh, quarter to seven, uh, sign up. And I just, I, I, I hope uh, we get some more folks out there because it's kind of frustrating because it's a great venue, but we don't have, and part of the reason, to be honest, and I love Ernie, is he's been kind of inconsistent on when the show is and things like that. But it seems like he's he's pushed this a little more and, and, yeah, he uh, had uh, some nice postings uh, yeah. on Facebook, and I think he even mentions the next uh, like three months. The next, the uh, next ones yet too. So, uh, so good for him. So that'll be good. So that'll be fun. And, right? and Ernie does a great job yeah. uh, hosting, and it's always a fun, fun show. Ernie uh, is Ernie is funny. Ernie, somebody's like naturally funny. Yeah. And also uh, a very a great person, a really good person. Ernie is. Just oh, a absolutely. Terrific person. Yeah. Absolutely, and always makes you feel welcome yeah. at that open mic. Uh, and uh, Dave, we also wanted to mention, I don't have too many details, but uh, it was released uh, that they are going to be working on a John Candy documentary. Oh, uh -huh. So we can look forward to that. Mm -hmm. And John Candy's birthday, coincidentally, oh. is uh, Halloween. Great piece of trivia right there. Halloween candy. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, now there's another guy. I wouldn't say that John Candy did stand up. But he would be a very interesting one to do a few like scenes of. Because he had maybe. characters that were very famous that he could that you could. Oh do, my you know, gosh! Like from um, the SCTV. From SCTV, days. Johnny Larue. <laughs> Johnny uh, Larue, exactly. The three D House of Wax. Did you ever see three D House of Wax? <laughs> Was there not an ongoing Orson Welles? <laughs> 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 or there was one of the classic ones was the. Uh, the Merv Griffith show on SCTV. Did you ever see that? Where Merv Griffin becomes the sheriff of Mayberry and. I love those shows. Yeah. Such such yeah. great great, oh, that was TV. great stuff. Yeah. 
And so many uh, great stars came out. Yeah, yeah. Eugene Levy. Yeah, well, Eugene, Eugene, he was hysterical on that show. Martin Short came out of there. And that's right. Dave, Dave Thomas. Uh, and it, it was, a, we should Martin. mention, a Canadian yes, production. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, Catherine, and, Catherine O'Hara, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Andrea Martin. Yeah. Uh, Just Martin, Martin Short. Great stuff. Oh, yeah. Martin Short, uh, always enjoyable. Well, Dave, uh, you mentioned earlier... Uh, the World Series, uh, yeah. I mentioned it of comedy, you mentioned the baseball. <laughs> We're in the height of the baseball playoffs. Yeah, I said don't mention it. Yeah. He uh -huh. said don't mention it. Okay, so we'll move on. <laughs> no, do you want to talk about baseball? Only that I'm enjoying the playoffs. Oh. I mean, I had my own disappointments with the, yeah, yeah. the Chicago White Sox. Yeah. But I always can put that aside and enjoy uh, championship playoff baseball. I will point out one oddity that I was not expecting, and if I remember, it was the very first playoff game with uh, Cleveland and New York. Was that the one that went the 18 innings? No, that was Cleveland was, and Tampa Bay. Uh, it was the first round, the right, wild card right, round. Yeah, yeah, 15 and innings. And yeah. I learned, because I had sat myself down to watch that game, that in the playoffs they've done away with the extra innings Start a runner on second yeah, base, yeah. the ghost runner. Yeah, uh -huh. And I wanted to know what you thought about that because I, I, if I recall, you were not well, fond of the well, ghost Well, it's runner. funny because when they, when I saw, I just saw the score come across the bottom of the screen, and I saw 15 innings, and I, and I, and it was one to nothing. It's a great game. And I, and I go, that must have been a great game. It must have been so tense. It must have been so exciting. And as I'm thinking that, the announcer or the news guy is going like, 15 innings. See, that's why we need the free runner. Like that was the worst thing that and you had this dramatic they, fifteen um, inning game. So it's some just... were, I think they were pointing out both sides of of you know why that was an enjoyable thing and why yeah. some would find it not so enjoyable. Yeah, I am fond of those games, but I will say let, let's knock this around a little bit. I'm curious on your your thoughts of the Ghost Runner. I I don't like too many changes to baseball mm -hmm. rules in general, mm -hmm. but. I thought that one made a lot of sense because sometimes those games will go on and on, and what I found so so hard to understand about it was usually it's not the end of the world, right? Sometimes it's a night game, and then they are supposed to play like at mm -hmm. noon the next day. Yeah. But here, you knew you had no days off, and you know games were going to be over three days, you know, boom, 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 mm -hmm. everyone's pitching would be challenged for that reason. Mm -hmm. Why even allow that possibility of like an 18-inning well, game? I, well, I am really old school. I mean, I'm okay with some changes, but, you know, to me, it's like why, if the teams are strained, if they are really getting down to the bottom of their bench and they're really, to me, that makes it all the more, more exciting. I mean, if you're watching an action movie, isn't it always when it looks like the the hero doesn't stand a chance, and then I mean that's always more exciting. Mm -hmm. And like I looked up something which is like if you Phil, I if think you, you're you're confusing this Dave with our conversation with Harrison Ford because <laughs> that's every Indiana <laughs> Indiana Jones movie. But when when if you could watch a baseball game in 1922 right now, you would see twice as many errors made. The, the, really? Like the 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 best the worst fielding team right now will make about 90 errors in a year. Uh, the best fielding team in a hundred years ago would make 200 errors. Mm -hmm. 
Did, would those games not be enjoyable to watch? Well, um... I mean, you might say, like, well, I like seeing great fielding. Well, you'd probably see great fielding, too. But you'd see a lot of errors, but you'd see a lot of action, and you'd see a lot of frustration. And I mean, I'm talking about drama in the in game. If it's in the context you know. of the style of the play at the time, yeah, I guess you, I could accept that. Yeah. I just found it odd. It seemed to me like, didn't anybody think of that? I guess they may have thought of it, and, and, and your reasoning applied. It, it would be very interesting. Yeah. But I think you, you have to... You know, understand the attrition that's involved, and not make it worse. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with you know. Hey, you know, if you've got four good pitchers, it should be an advantage. But I, I don't think the attrition because of an eight to inning game should should be the reason. Well, that's why sometimes you know managers make the decision that they're going to use a position player. This threw yeah. in my bullpen. I'll just send that guy out there. And that's part of it too. But certainly, which, you're not going to make that decision which, in a playoff. Which series. which team has a better position player in the in the seventeenth inning? You know, pitching. And I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Do it in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all part of the game. But uh, okay, well, we will agree to disagree. But, uh, but I'm I'm not against any rule. I mean, I'm not crazy about enlarging the bases, but it, it's it won't kill me. Now, the big change that they're predicting will be next year with a pitch clock. Yeah. Meaning how fast yeah. the pitcher needs to deliver the ball, how fast the batter needs to be ready to hit it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm all for saving time, mm -hmm. and I think that's part of the extra inning ghost runner rule. But mm -hmm. it, 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 it's all uh, good for Sports Talk Radio Talk, Dave, mm -hmm. or uh, yeah. a few moments on IT. Well, you know, another th uh, change, and then we'll get away from this, but uh, is that I think it's going to be that they'll only allow two pickoff throws to first base. Oh, I didn't know that. And after two... My name is Elliot Glicksman, and you're listening to... Is this on? Oh, that's the name! You're listening to Is This On? On KMKR! Pickoff throws, you can't... You can throw over again only if you get them. But otherwise, so that's going to really uh, entice players to take big leads after two pickoff throws because the guy can't throw over there anymore. So it should lead to more steals. Hmm. And it should lead to more pickoffs, too. You know? So anyway. Wow. We'll see wow. what happens. Yeah. Uh, did, not, uh, did not know any of that. So, Phil, so quickly, I know we have a few uh, visitors coming soon, but yes. I just wanted to say I didn't do a uh, days, a special days of October, but, you know, it is... Halloween month, as you're probably aware, and uh, mm -hmm. every day I go to work, there's a bowl of candy somewhere. And my son was born on Halloween, which is, you know, great Happy moment. birthday in advance, Dave. But I, uh, I, um, Phil, I never enjoyed a Halloween party. I never went to a Halloween party that I enjoyed. What, do you have memories of Halloween? Did you have a particularly good Halloween one year, or a memorable Halloween? My memories of uh, Halloween, I would say, uh, I think of it mostly as a young yeah. child, yeah. or you know, early teens, let's say adolescent years, having some wild, you know, shaving cream and egg throwing. Oh, uh, in my neighborhood, that was that was key. And I remember some of those being fun. I remember that with my kids. But I do remember a party. Oh, I'm gonna say one of the very first, you know, parties I went to. You know, as kind of an adult with a, you know, with a, a girlfriend. I think. Uh, who later became my wife, and first really part, first part like you went to as a kid where like the lights were turned down, <laughs> and, and you and you came in costume, uh. 
And if I'm not mistaken, and I'm, I know I'm not mistaken because I remember quite well, we came <laughs> as uh, Ralph and Alice Cramden. Oh, nice. Uh -huh. And I don't, I, I'm thinking we may even have won a small prize or something. Oh. You know, uh, my wife or girlfriend at the time had the polka dot dress, you know, sure. the, uh, yeah, yeah, Alice. Yeah. And, uh, Did you have a, like a, a bus driver? Uh, I went the yeah. other way, and I went in the raccoon okay. uh, outfit. I took a sport jacket, and we made these costumes. Uh -huh, yeah. You know, uh, we took a sport jacket and put some, what you call that? Fr uh, like fringe. Fringe, yeah, yeah, like a buckskin jacket. The yeah. fringe yeah. on it, and I had the, the raccoon hat. <laughs> <laughs> I invested in that, Dave. And I was, I, you know what, I'm sure <coughs> I'm going to commit myself, because there's got to be a photo got of that. Got pictures somewhere. of that, yeah, okay. Although, it, you know, it could be resting with my ex-wife, and I'm not going to make that call, <laughs> no matter how funny that is. I knew you'd, I knew you'd call for the picture eventually. Right. Um, okay. No, wait, I had. Wait till she finds out about here. the pictures I have. <laughs> I was, I was here. Here's where I was. It was probably around the same era for me, is that my friends? We'd all decided that we weren't going to go trick or treating. Like we were too. I guess we were 13, you know, and we're like, well, we're not going to go trick or treating. Mm -hmm. And then these girls from my school sh showed up, my classmates, these cute girls showed up. Hmm. And they were, you know, having fun and being silly and giggly and all that. Yeah. And they kept talking about the house up the street, which was Ooh. where my friend Jeff lived. And so after they left, I got on the phone with Jeff and I go, you want to go trick-or-treating? <laughs> so we caught up with them and we spent the whole night. We were 13. We didn't hang out with girls before that, you know. And we spent the whole night just, you know, making girls laugh. You know, wow. One of those things. Wow. Know? And that then, was your superpower, and, Dave. And then I got hit with an egg. <laughs> Not by one of the girls. No. But somebody, you were somebody drove by and threw an egg at me. And I, I, here I was. I was in my mind. I was, you know, Hugh Hefner. You know, <laughs> all of a sudden I'm hit with an egg. Humiliated. I would say, I'm not but I'm over it. it that I'm over way. it, Phil. I'm over it. I'm not hearing it that way. I'm thinking you're going to be very sympathetic. You're going to be very. The yeah, girls are going to. Yeah. Want to cuddle a, 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 a young Dave you Margolis who just got hit After by an, an hour of feeling like we were getting somewhere and we were, you know, making them smile and laugh and being relaxed and all that with us, suddenly I'm being pitied. And it wasn't a good uh, transition. There. You know, you trigger a story in me, Dave. Have you, are you familiar with your Californian? I know this, uh, not originally, but you spent some yep. time in California. Are you familiar yeah. with Zuma Beach? Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. Zuma Beach, which has mm -hmm. as a portion of it a nude beach. Mm hmm. And a buddy of mine and I, who shall remain nameless for purposes of the story. <laughs> we, Phil, I got a surprise for you. <laughs> I only wish. <laughs> Although, <laughs> if it's the 70-year-old well, version necklace of all that, over, yeah. Pearl necklace all over again. Yeah. <laughs> at the Pearl at the beach. <laughs> uh, my buddy and I decided we want to see Zuma Beach. You know, we'd read about this in Playboy or something. Oh, yeah. We had a car. We found Zuma Beach, which I think is up Malibu-ish. Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah. yep. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Big, big surf, big surfing uh, area. Yeah. yeah, and a little treacherous to get to the nude beach part. You know, as you'd imagine, it's a little out of the way, right? With all the giggling, yeah, I guess it yeah. would be a little hard to get there. Yeah. <laughs> the erect objects. <laughs> in the way. Uh, so we made our way down there, and we're enjoying the nude beach, and we're enjoying all of the sights of the nude. Are beach. you nude? We're new. Okay. We're new. We were. We got new Dave around Nebraska <laughs> in preparation for this. We've been nude for weeks. <laughs> you should have seen the look at the toll booth. <laughs> so we arrived nude, you know, ran onto the beach, 
and we're frolicking in the water, you know, we're enjoying, you know, because we don't want to look, you know, like we're there to ogle, right? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So we're participating in mm -hmm. the nude beach, yeah. you know. Like frolicking was the act. The frolicking, there. frolicking yeah. yeah. And we jump in the water, didn't realize, maybe you knew this as a local, but it's a very rocky yeah. beach. Uh -huh. My friend does like a flip, you know, who knows what we were doing. He hits his head on a rock. Uh. All of a sudden, blood is coming out, you know, like he'd been hit by Joe Frazier. Giuliani right? style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Her, you know, Herodice style. Comes up on the beach and he's like, not crying, but going, oh my God, you know, I'm bleeding. Yeah. Ten, maybe twelve gorgeous naked girls <laughs> come running up to him. Oh, you poor thing. You poor thing. So, I ran in the water and dove into rocks. <laughs> Give me a rock quick. <laughs> so, but anyway, my memories and how you may have turned lemons into lemonade there, right Dave. There, yeah. I you guess, know. I guess so, yeah. There were, that was quite a scene. It's quite a scene. It sounds like it, yeah. 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 Zuma. Well. So my trip to Zuma Beach, did. We're really uh, walking down to memories. But anyway, just to update you. Okay. Uh, we understand that Mr. Carville is on his way from the James Tucson Airport. James Carville is coming over. That's fantastic. He's at the Tucson yeah. Airport now. The limo is bringing him over. Okay. But in the meantime, Dave, I told you earlier that we had a request for time from Alex Jones. He's arriving now. And he's here. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go assist him in, Dave. And I'm. Uh, let me uh, let me leave him with you for a minute. If I'll you give could, him a little uh, background. People give don't a know the story. As to what happened okay. today, and okay. actually. It's been going on kind of recently, these legal cases. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Alex Jones is the uh, head of the, uh, what's the name of that word? Infowars. <laughs> Infowars. And especially, he's a horrible person in every aspect for every second of his life. But, uh, particularly after the Sandy Hook shootings, which are too tragic even to relate, uh, he, he, he was insisting that it was a hoax and that everybody was actors and it didn't really happen and all this. and. And it not only was it a horrible lie, but extremely, extremely, as you can imagine, hard on the families. And he um, berated them and mocked them and did every horrible thing you could think of. On his show, which is, I don't know has if a, it's daily big, or like constantly on, yeah. uh, you know, some. YouTube I think it's constantly on because I think people in this audience can't read a calendar. So it just has to be on. Dwight like and uh, so anyway, uh, uh, he, uh, they were, he was being sued for his behavior and the uh, pain and suffering he brought upon all these families. And uh, they were awarded today almost a billion dollars, right? Yeah. A 900 million plus dollars. And so... Uh, so he has uh, asked for he's, time. He's here. He's here. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's have him in and see what his uh, point of view is on this. Yes, guess, uh, yes. Uh, 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 here he is, Dave. Uh, Alex Jones. Okay. Well, I won't say it's good to have you. <laughs> but, well, we welcome you to speak your piece, Mr. Jones. I'm glad to be here. And I just want to say a couple of words, if I can, to my listeners, because this is it. The end is here. Two words, Mayday, Mayday. Mayday. Mm. And before I go, I've got a lot of money I've got to come up with. <laughs> and the only thing left, and the only thing I want to do for my viewers, for my InfoWars viewers, Dave and Phil, is offer them the best price 
I can possibly do because I'm desperate and I've got to move these barrels of survival food, oh, game. Okay. Whatever you want, send me what you can. I will send you a barrel of macaroni that is good until the year 4000. Maybe you want to try my super survival shield to ward off germs and the Chinese virus, Dave. You and Phil aren't looking too good, if I may say so. Let me put you down for a barrel each of Alex Jones last forever beans, Dave. You can have <laughs> I'm chili. I'm getting my credit card out right now. Chili for the next hundred years. Oh, that's great news. Don't miss my DNA Force Plus, Dave. Oh, what is that exactly, then? I don't know. <laughs> I've got the ultimate fish oil. I've got books. I've got everything. But I'm mostly desperate, Dave. So. All right. Oh, and I apologize to all the parents. Uh, let me point out, he was rolling his eyes during that apology, by the way. Uh, so, How many times <laughs> do I have to apologize? One more. Always one more. Oh, and don't forget, yes. Now, now so uh, you, this food here, this is a survival food. This would be if you were living in a, in a uh, shelter to protect yourself from... The best thing you could do is a spoonful of my Alpha Power, babe. Oh, alpha Power and maybe take a spoonful of survival beans, babe. Oh. <laughs> All right, they're coming to get me. I can't stay. But don't forget to check the InfoWars website store. You can't meet it for health and wellness, for preparedness. It is coming. The end is near. Mayday. Mayday. <laughs> okay. Alex Jones, everyone. Thanks to all your Alex listeners. Jones. I wow. Got, I got to say, though, uh, it sounds like uh, his products its are kind of, we have a conflict of interest. It sounds like a lot of Craycroft industry type products there, <laughs> I, except I, his are real. <laughs> I thought that for a moment myself, that uh, it is uh, it is freaky. Yeah. Uh, well, he certainly was excited. <laughs> he was excited, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, I'll get some of those beans. I got to, that's they're probably pretty powerful. Yeah, and maybe the uh, whatever it was uh, that he didn't know exactly what it did. <laughs> the Mega Alpha Four Mega supplement Alpha or something. Or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, hey, who couldn't stand the knock off a couple of pounds, Dave? Oh yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Try to Mega Force for a week. Yeah. Maybe we should have the My Pillow guy in sometime. Hey, you know, uh, it dawns on me, Dave. Uh, when when you know Mr. Jones settles down and is you know a little more relaxed, maybe we should hit him up for sponsorship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. Art, Art Fern's going to get the final word on that. Oh, yeah. He's very sensitive about who he associates to, with. Yeah, Art is not going to lend his name until they can at least explain what it is, I think. Okay. And Dave, now. Uh, I hear a very good. Uh, Mr. Carville I, is I here. think I just heard Dixie play it on a limousine <laughs> horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, little boy. It's a raging Cajun. Yeah. It says James. Political consultant James Carville. I am. I'm here to test out. I brought, I'm, while I'm up here, Dave and Phil, good to see you boys. I brought you each a can of James Carville hot sauce. Oh, nice. Oh, you're going to love yeah. it. What do you got? You got a hot boiled egg or something? You can put that like, on? Maybe like survival beans. Ah, ah, we splash with... that on Phil's head and you can just lick it off. <laughs> <laughs> what did you hear? Uh, so uh, it's great to have you here. And, you know, the election uh, season could not be hotter than it is right now. What do you what do you think uh, as far as with the Democratic candidates? How are things trending now? How are things looking for the uh, oh, Democrats? Oh man, Dave! <laughs> what a gift! 
This was a gift. You, you think we had that uh, last time I thought it was the Christmas gift of all time, a Judge Roy Moore did. But we got lunatics all over the Republican uh, Party, Dave. And let me start right, right away. Can I start with Mr. Herschel Walker? Dave. Sure. Oh, we know him very well from LSU, Dave, <laughs> running the ball for Georgia. It looked like uh, Mr. Walker may have played a few games, Dave, without a helmet. <laughs> yeah, boy, it's nuts. It's crazy what we call in Louisiana crazy. Crazy. <laughs> that's that's the, the phrase you use down there, crazy? That's crazy. It. He got lots of problems, Dave, with, the, uh, with uh, children. Yeah. You seen his boy uh, doing talking about him? I've seen him, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, He's not happy. Kind, yeah. I called my kids that night. <laughs> I, sent, <laughs> I sent all lots of gifts and stuff. And You're I said, in the well. I, said, I hope you remember every Christmas. <laughs> I don't want them out there talking about Jim Cobb like that. Dude. But, you know, he's got his hands full. Hands full with these abortion charges. Yeah, yeah. People don't like that. No, People no, don't no. like well, that. Well, I heard that Herschel said he attributed his football prowess to a high school coach that once said to him, uh, run like a condom is chasing you. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I got one, too. I got one, too, that I share with Herschel. And he didn't laugh at this one, Dave. Uh, I said to him, what's the best thing about abortion jokes, Herschel? They never get old. How about that? We're laughing at that one, Donnell. You know who told me that one? An alligator. <laughs> Come out of the water, Down Dave. The swamp. I was in Baton Rouge. Oh, you're Baton Rouge. I was Rouge. fishing for some crawfish. Was the alligator? Was he trying to cheer you up? Did you alligator stick his head up there. Said, Jimmy, how'd you like to hear the Boston joke? I said, Well, that's usually, you know, that's that's a kind of off color. How can, you I, know, how can I say no? Yeah. yeah. You got one that's politically correct. And he said, I got one as politically correct as Herschel Walker. (laughs) (laughs) So it don't look good for Herschel Walker, Dave. Well, you know, you say that, but you were talking about uh, who? Roy Moore? uh, Judge Roy Moore, They're this close to electing a pedophile in uh, Alabama, so I mean... But he was a judge, Dave. And (laughs) we respect respect the institutions in the South. (laughs) Uh, So that, you know, that ain't going to be looking too good. We maybe get that one in now with the Reverend running uh, against him. Already. Warnock, Senator Warnock. Uh, Reverend, Reverend Warnock, yeah. Senator Warnock. Yeah. He's a good man, Dave. He's yeah, yeah. a good Democrat. We yeah. want him in there. Yeah. We want him in there. It's going to yeah. be a big day for he, Democrats. He, he actually is a good man. It's not just in comparison. He actually is a very that's right. good well, He's at, uh, preaching at the church where Martin Luther King preached. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I sat in that church, Dave. Have you sat in that church? You said, I have not sat in that church, no. Ah, uh, you should. But bring a cushion. Those seats are hot. And the sermons are long, I'll bet. At that, well, I'm not going to say that, you know. I'm going to say that. And, you know, I thought when I first saw that, I had to think back, you know, because there was some scandals, you know, around Bill Clinton as well. You know, I remember something vaguely about We that. were yeah. able to get past that, Dave, yeah. mm-hmm. because, you know, you, uh, you, you, you got to have a defense. You know, we came up... It depends what you mean by is. (laughs) Nobody's sitting down with Herschel Walker. Why don't he say that? But I'm not going to help him. I'm not going to help him. And, uh, you know, it's the Herschel Walker supporters, though, they don't seem all that uh, bothered by it. Mm -hmm. His numbers in the polls are not dropping too well, but that... You know, when you think about your typical Herschel Walker supporter, Dave, you know, uh, it's like I used to say, you know, you drop a $100 bill in a trailer camp and there's no telling what you're going to find. 
<laughs> what else you got, Bob? Well, let's see here. Now we've got uh, a lot of stuff going on in the Mar-a-Lago raid. Uh, do you think that they will actually indict uh, the former president for his shenanigans down there? Secret. You talk. You're talking about Trump. Yeah. Oh man, he's in a heap of trouble, Dave. I tell you that right now. Uh, you talking about all the classified documents? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, uh, I've been watching the comments, Dave, from uh, other Republicans. You know, uh, Rick DeSantis, uh, you know, <coughs> making comments about it. And uh, uh, Newt Gingrich, I've seen on Fox TV, Dave. And, you know, it seems to me that if all the wrong people are against it, it must be right. <laughs> And that's what I think's going on down there. I think he took that, took them documents, Dave, because he's going to trade it later. Can I, I don't know how much time you got for me, but I wanted to leave you with a, a James Carville special, Dave. A Carvelism. Bold prediction. Oh, okay. Here you go. You hear, I don't hear know if you're first, gonna ask me. You're going to ask right. me about Putin probably, too. I was going to ask you about uh, but Putin. But I don't want to run out of time and tell you my thoughts, and you heard it here first. I believe that the way out, because I think this is it for Donald Trump. Oh, you think this is finally it? I think it. this yeah. one's when he's going to get no, it. No more sequels. Mm -hmm. And he's already lined up his next job, Dave, and that's why I say you're going to ask me about Putin. <laughs> I believe he's going to be installed, Donald Trump will be installed as the next president, Dave, of Crimea. Oh. And I think that's his escape hatch. Uh -huh. He's got himself a a bucket, a briefcase full of them uh, classified documents. Uh, uh, uh -huh. Got to be worth a lot of money out there. We know supposedly got some stuff on Macron in France. <laughs> so we may be going to sell that. Going to be working for Putin, which is a good spot for him. He was always working they, for they Putin. They always, yeah, got along pretty well. And that, that. Uh, that's my prediction. So are we going to start seeing a lot of red uh, make Crimea great again uh, ball caps? I would expect that. I would invest in that. I would invest in that, Dave. <laughs> All right, then. Well, thank you, uh, James, for coming by here. I think. Uh, well, you're welcome. Looking on at that. the clock there, I think we are ticking you, down. You know, to, there's uh, nothing, nothing that a, a, a Hill Democrat rather do than criticize another Democrat, Dave, and that's where you hear all this talk about Biden, all this bad talk <coughs> about Biden. Mm -hmm. I think Biden's doing a fine job, yeah. Dave. And he's going to be uh, re-elected, I believe, in that. It's their favorite activity, you know, to read about, oh, all the honorable they are in their op-eds and all that. But uh, you, you can't take that Democrat on Democrat crime too serious, Dave. We all, <laughs> we all like it. We're going to be ready. We're going to have a big victory, I predict, in the uh, primaries. Uh -huh. uh, you, you Walker, Husha Walker, he going down. He going down like a running back in the right. backfield, Dave, with no blocking. <laughs> That's how he's going down. Who else you got? You got the crazy lady here in Arizona. What, the, uh, the, Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, yeah. Carrie right. Lake. Yeah, yeah. No, she's going down, Dave. Yeah. She's going down. I think I've, I've looked at her, and, you know, like her, her complexion and her mannerisms and her intellect, it's like having our own Kardashian. Yeah, she's, she's be a governor, good. Though. She's been on the TV before, you know, and you know that. <laughs> You're the news, news, uh, news in yeah. Phoenix, yeah. I believe, yeah. Dave. Uh, the big city. <clears throat> well, uh, Mr. Carville, what about uh, uh, some of the other uh, tough races? What about uh, Pennsylvania? Hmm? Of course, no. uh, Doctor Oz and Dr. Fetterman Oz and mm -hmm. uh, uh, the author whose name is yeah. escaping me at the moment. Oh, you're talking about J.D. Vance in Ohio? J.D. Vance, yeah, Ohio, thank yeah. you very Did much. Did you see that debate, I, by the way? I, 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 no, I, I missed that one. Mm -hmm. they, what, uh, who, who, 
who Ken McCarroll's better on that debate? Oh, uh, <clears throat> who, who's, who's facing Vance? What's the guy's name? You recall? Fetterman. Oh, Fetterman's Pennsylvania with Dr. Oz. Oh, yes. Um, Shapiro. <laughs> okay, well, Dan Shapiro. Shapiro came across much better. He very, you know, he went right after uh, uh, Vance's uh, literally saying ass kissing of Trump and, uh, and and made a point that he was uh, not uh, overly partisan. That's himself. good. That's yeah. good. Good yeah. contrast. That. Who was the rabbi again? The <laughs> against him? Shapiro. 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 <laughs> that's good. He's gonna do a good job. All right. Uh, that's telling me that my time is up. That's gonna it's be it. Good yeah. to see you, you Phil. Back, back on the, Thank you. Uh, the Thank boat, you, Mr. Carbo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good to see you, Dave. Okay. Mary we'll need you back here again. We got a lot more politics coming I'll this year. I'll be back. I'm uh, I'm heading right now down to a uh, sheriff race. I'm working on. Down in Louisiana, but uh, I, I, I'm not public. I'm behind the scenes on that one. <laughs> I, I, I took that one uh, 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 together with my alligator who told me the abortion <laughs> yeah. joke. There. Isn't there like a giant chicken running for mayor down there? Or? Yeah, could be. <laughs> could be. I'll bring my alligator for a snack. <laughs> All right. Thank you, boys. That's Good luck. Thanks, uh, Mr. I heard Carbo. you saying when I was driving in from the airport, a happy, happy third anniversary to you, boys. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Carville. They're going to start coming in now. They're James Carville. Yeah. Nice to hear Carville. from him again. Very, He's very huge, you know. He's sharp, always razor focused right there, uh, yeah, right on there, the election. Yeah. So and, that, uh, and, and, uh, that's interesting. And uh, highly, you know. And he, don't. Anybody highly you partisan, know, you got to hand it to him. He is there. If you are offended uh, by the joke, send your direct your responses to the alligator, <laughs> <laughs> and not to Mr. Carver. <laughs> well, he's quite an amazing guy, Dave. He's had quite a great career. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I believe these days teaching also at uh, LSU. Wow, yeah. You're not going to fall asleep in his class. No, I don't think you would. <laughs> I don't think you would. It's the economy, stupid. <laughs> Well, Dave, uh, such a pleasure to be with you as we wind down. Let's uh, thank our ITO listeners, as we always do. Uh, yes. But remind folks, podcasts will be coming out that we'll have <coughs> Sylvia Remington's mm -hmm. open mic report. Uh, also, uh, check out our Facebook page, Is This On? Make a comment on there. And if you like our show and you like our podcast, give us a rating on Apple or Spotify. Put a comment down. Tell your really friends they got to tune in. And uh, Friday night at Spark uh, Initiative on uh, is that on Broadway Speedway? Broadway. Broadway, uh, and uh, that'll be uh, seven o'clock on Friday. Open mic. Sign ups at yes. six forty-five. I think uh, you're confusing it, Dave, with Fat Burger on Speedway. <laughs> That's where I'll be right after the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Okay. Great to see you, sir. Good to see you again, Phil. Uh, enjoy the rest of the baseball playoffs. Oh. Uh, we'll be back oh. in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you, and good night. You're tuned to KMKR 99.9 .9 FM, Tucson, Arizona. <laughs>